This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. And good morning, good afternoon, wherever the case may be, wherever you happen to be, you are here live with Dr. Jeff Werber, here the host for the next 30 minutes here on Pet Life Radio, Ask the Vets with Dr. Jeff. We're here for you, we're here for your pets, we're here to talk, anything you want to talk about pets, and uh, that's um, what we do on our Sunday mornings, isn't it? And it's free! Advice is free. If you have any questions, if you have anything you need to talk about, now is the time to ask, now to call in. We have a very special guest here with us today, and uh, I wanted to uh, certainly you know, introduce... So this is my good friend, and her name is Riley Keough. And Riley is not just any Riley, besides fact, except for, of course, my granddaughter, who is also a Riley. But Riley has some interesting lineage. Riley happens to be the granddaughter of Elvis Presley and Priscilla Presley. Priscilla, by the way, years and years, which was so funny when I met Riley for the first time, I said, oh, my God, I used to take care of Priscilla's dogs 25, 30 years ago. And uh, it really, really, what a small world. And uh, Riley is Lisa Marie's daughter. And uh, Riley, welcome. And thanks for joining hey. us here with your two great dogs. Thanks for having us. So let's introduce. So this is tucked under your right arm. It is Grubbs. It's and Grubbs is a, uh, and there's Harley. So, and so Harley, now, first of all, you have to see Grubbs is, is a Frenchie. Uh, yeah. As we all know, I am a Frenchie nut. I have two. My son has one. And uh, we're a, a big Frenchie loving family. Harley is very interesting. Let's first of all, before we talk about specifics about your dogs and your relationship with your dogs and you, of course, we all want to know about you, but tell me about Harley. She is really a unique dog. So Harley, well, you should see her in here. She's so, honestly, she's so excited to be on the couch right now because she's never allowed on the couch. And she's uh, just running wild. But okay. Here she is. Now, you know, we should ask our viewers to try to guess. I mean, she is about the size of a Frenchie, but yeah. she really, if you look at that head and you look at her eyes, she is, as you were telling me, she is a full? She's a full English bulldog. Oh, my God. So, and her siblings, you said, her littermates are totally English. They're totally English. They're full size. They look like, you know, normal English bulldogs. And she is, she's actually a bit smaller than Grubbs, my Frenchie. Yeah. Um, but she's and, just yeah, she's got, I mean, her paws are big. She's a bit, she's a bit special. Uh-huh. So she is, and she's absolutely adorable. But, you know, as we all know, and I know because I, I deal with this a lot with my own Frenchies and with my patients, they are noisy breathers. There's no way around it. They make a lot of noise. Harley is unique because Harley's breathing is worse than any Frenchie I've ever heard. Yeah. And I think but what they did is they took in her dwarfism, she is like a full-size English that is smushed down. So yeah. everything about her is is normal size except her body. So her it's body. like stuffed in. And look at I mean look at that head. It looks like her, her brain. Head, her head's big and her, her paws are quite big too. Right, right. But she's got that funny, funny uh, gait. But I'm telling you, I honestly never thought that she would be around as long as she did. We, we, you know, we had some doubts early on yeah. whether or not she would make it, whether we'd have to put her to sleep. And yeah. look at her now. She's it's just amazing. Yeah. It's she amazing. Is so sweet. So Thank sweet. You. So so anyway, as we're talking, we have some guest listeners that have joined us. So, uh, Mark, I don't have names, but uh, the guy sitting in, you see the current um, with the black hat on. Talk to us. What's your name? Hi. How's it going? Um, I'm uh, Anthony Ray. So you have any specific questions you want to ask Riley? Because I have a bunch of questions, but you know what? I'm hoping that many of you will have the questions that when I was going to ask that question. So go for it. <laughs> uh, hopefully I don't steal any of your questions away. Riley, first of all, it's 
like an absolute honor to meet you. Yeah. I've been a fan of yours for quite a while. The uh, first movie I saw you in was The Runaways, and uh, you were so, so cool in that movie. You were like one of my favorite characters. My question I, I wanted to ask you, when you're acting, do you do you find it harder to portray somebody who was actually there like you did in The Runaways as opposed to just the character that was like written that's off the cusp like Mad Max, like that kind of stuff? Like, Do you find it a little harder to get into character when the person actually exists? Um, yeah, well, I find it, I find it more stressful because I have to, you know, make the person, especially if the person's alive, the two people that I've played were alive and, you know, on set. So I, you feel a pressure to make them happy and, you know, that, and you have to, you kind of have to stick to like the sort of, yeah, you have to, it's stressful. It's more stressful playing somebody that's real because when it's not real, you can just make, make up everything, you know? So, um, yeah. let me just chime in real fast. So you said they were, they're there, they're kind of watching the filming. Do they ever like would stand up and say, wait a second, that's not how I would have said it. Or, or that's <laughs> not me. And do they sort of, and how do directors react to that when the real person is there who knows more than the director about them? You know what I mean? I mean, the two projects that I've worked on, the directors were very respectful of the real people and wanted to know, you know, if, if the real person wasn't happy with something or had a different opinion on how something would have gone down or you know then the the director was would change it and actually both times they were kind of involved in the script writing and all that kind of thing so it's not really it's not so much that they would tell me like you know don't do that it's not mannerisms and stuff but it's more like reactions to things and emotional states and that kind of thing and but luckily with both of the projects that I did where I played real people I got to talk to the people for a long time before and so I kind of knew what was going on before I got into it, as opposed to like being there in the middle of the scene, like, ah. That's great. Um, if anyone else, any listeners out there want to join us and talk live to Riley Keough, you can join us. Just go on to Pet Life Radio. You can either, uh, we'll just go to the box. If you go to Ask the Vets with Dr. Jeff under shows, and you, there's a big box kind of encircled in red, and it says, join us here just by clicking this link. So you can click and join us here live at Pet Life Radio. Talk to Riley. Any other questions before I move on? Grubs. Oh, there's Grubs. Grubs is great. Absolutely great. All right. So uh, next up, we have, uh, I see another uh, two, a couple waiting. Any other questions before we let you go or you want to stay on? Please stay on in case anything else comes to mind that you want to talk about or ask Riley. Just chime on in. This is not a one-on-one. This is a million on a million. Like in a big room and we're all talking to each other and you just kind of break in. We like that too. Who's there? I see another group. Uh, A couple. Hi. Your mic, it looks like it's turned off. Is that, is that on or off? All right. While you guys are figuring that, Riley, I had some questions for you. Yes. So growing up, now, you never got to know Elvis, correct? Correct. So what was it like growing up with such a famous, famous, world-renowned grandfather? And then you even never even had the pleasure to meet. You know, the thing is, is it was it was normal to me because it was all that I kind of knew you know I didn't realize it was like a weird thing until I was older and people started being like you know oh is that like weird because I didn't know any different you know so I, I I was used to it and I was used to it being a big deal and I was used to people asking about it from you know a young age like very little in school that kind of thing so I didn't really know what it what it was like to not be in that situation honestly did you grew up here in LA did you grow up I here? I grew up in LA. You did? Yeah. Okay. yeah. And how close do you, you get to see Priscilla often? I do. She travels a lot and I travel sure. a lot. It's not as often as I would like, but we do get to see each other 
at least at least once a month. Uh huh. Well, you have to please give her my regards. This is it's yeah. so funny, going way, way, way back. And yeah. uh, and how about now? Your mom is here, lives here as well, right? Yeah, my mom lives here. My dad lives here. My sisters, my brother, um, my grandmother. Everybody lives here. Oh, that's Pretty nice. Good. That's nice. Now I know your mom is a pet lover. Did you grow up with? Uh, so you um, did you grow up with pets as well, or is this something as an adult you started becoming a pet lover? No, I grew up with pets. We had like when I was young, we had we had a lot of property. We had a few acres and a lot of yards, so we had always had at least like five dogs, and we had a lot of English bulldogs. So oh, did you? Okay. We had English bulldogs, and um, my mom had like a pomeranian that she was obsessed with. And we had we had a little a mini poodle at one point. We had all kinds of dogs, but the the bulldogs was like a consistent thing growing up. So we always had English bulldogs, and I think that that's where my love for bulldogs probably started. Right, right. Well, yeah, they're amazing dogs. You know, my son who has the French, he also has an English. So. Oh, yeah. uh, Oh yeah, Mo. His name is Mo. He spends a lot of time here at the house because they only live four blocks away from us. So uh, oh, no, I don't know. I love Bulldog so much; it's crazy. Oh no, Mo is Mo. This is Mo is a rescue that supposedly was nine when they rescued. And my son thought, you know what? He wanted a playmate for for his Frenchie, and um, why not just bring you know bring another dog home and save a life? Yeah. Well, it turns out that was over three years ago, and there's no way he's twelve now. So he must yeah, have been way younger. So yeah, so he's. But he, how can you tell how old dogs are? Well, you, yeah, no, not at all. So, uh, you know, again, it, it helps a lot. The two things we look at most are eyes and uh-huh. teeth in the mouth. When you look at eyes, if you look into a, a regular dog's pupil, all right, that it's black. The pupil is usually black. When they hit usually around seven-ish, depending on the dog and the individual, but around at seven, you start seeing a little haziness that's called lenticular sclerosis. And you can start seeing, it's almost like a, a white haze instead of a black pupil, and that usually advances with age. If a dog were to live, like technically it's called a pre-cataractic state, which means if, it, if that same dog lived to 30, it would yeah. probably end up as a cataract at some point. But you know, as we know, dogs don't live to 30. So, but it's a common way. The second way is the teeth and the gums. You look at where, you look at how much tartar, you look at the gum disease, and all that you know, can you know, give us an idea as well. And of course, in dogs that gray, like my old Labrador, who lived to 16 and a half, which is unbelievable. Oh, by the time he was like 11 or 12, he started getting gray. I had more, way more gray than I have. So uh, anyway, and so yeah, those are the different ways we can, uh, we can check it out and see. What is a life, like another maybe dumb question, but what is, what is the life expectancy of like, what is the longest dogs can live? Well, I just had to put a dog to sleep. Uh, and what is interesting, it was a, a fairly, it wasn't a large breed, but it was a, a full medium breed. He was an, Austri- an Aussie cross, 20. Oh, Very, oh my God. So rare. It's unbelievable. And then I am taking care of a little chihuahua now. And she comes in. I see her very often. Him. It's a, you know, the owner is a woman, but the, the dog is a male. Name is Prince. And he is now over 20. No. Yeah. It's really? crazy. But, that, but, you know, that's really rare. It's like, you know, my old Frenchie now is four, is approaching 14. And if you, he's 14? Almost, almost. He's not, he's 13. I know. It's amazing, right? And, I, and if you look at Frenchies, they say 12 to 14. I mean, so it's like at some point, look, we know it. he's not in great shape. My old little, but I delivered him C-section almost 14 years ago. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah. So I, I was the first human hands to touch him. <laughs> And sadly, I'll probably be the last human hands to touch. Oh, 
But yeah, but but he's look. You, you got to look at the. You know, when you have these dogs that get really old, you kind of have to look at the good side. That yes, it's sad. It's it's never going to be easy. But they are. You know, it's it, that's the joy they bring us, and the best gift we can give to them is not have them suffer at the end. You know, we just have to look at the good sides. Oh, we see our couple is back. Hey guys. <laughs> yes. Ah. Hello. Hello. There you are. Nice Riley. Sorry about that. <laughs> oh, good. So anyway. Talk to us, and uh, if you have any questions for Riley, you got her right here in front of you. Oh, thanks. Well, we have a couple, but um, this is my wife, Debbie. And, um, my name is Rudy Riley. Thank you. We're big fans, but as always, ladies first, so we're going to let her go first. Yes, as always, <laughs> ladies first. Hi, Riley. I'm so excited to talk to you. I'm a very big fan of not only you, but your entire family. So I have a ton of questions, but I'm going to keep it to two. The first one is just, if you have a favorite grandpa song, I'm curious what that would be of yours. Oh, wow. That's a really hard question. Um, <laughs> I really like How Great Thou Art, and I really like Suspicious Minds. Oh, yeah. Mm, that's, oh. I think, my favorite. <laughs> yeah. So those are probably my two, two of my favorites. Yeah. Beautiful songs. Are you able to sing like your grandpa? Not at all. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't say not at all. I'm not, you know, I'm not like completely tone deaf, but definitely not comparable in any way. Oh, I see. And then my second question is kind of a simple, more simple question. Curious what color your new fall pocketbook is. <laughs> oh. You seem like a fashion fashionista. My, what color is it? I think it's tan. Tam, that's a great color for the fall, yeah. yeah. Okay, awesome. your turn. Uh, thanks, Riley. Okay. <laughs> thank, thank you. Thanks again for having us. And uh, needless to say, Grandpa, pretty awesome guy. Uh, <laughs> you know, but um, my question was, we read a story about Grubs where he was supposed to be the ring bearer or something <laughs> at, at, yeah. at the rehearsal, and apparently he was acting up. And he was stripped of his duties. So out of curiosity, what was he actually doing? <laughs> so he is not, he doesn't listen to anybody. <laughs> I don't know whose fault that is, but we wanted him to walk down the aisle, right? Is that what we wanted him to do? Yeah. We wanted him to walk down the aisle with the rings. We were, we were thinking maybe that we would tie like a little pillow to his back <laughs> and have him walk down the aisle and bring the rings down the aisle. And so we did like a little rehearsal with him <laughs> <laughs> and we had, we like start. And honestly, there was only like two ways to go. Like one way was down the aisle and the other way was out of the venue. <laughs> so, and I was like, okay, so we like held him and we're like, okay, like, you know, like, go, go down the aisle and like, walk to the other side. And he just like sat there and then he started running the other way and like going in between the chairs and like, we're like, Oh God. Um, and he, he really, he wasn't um, his strong suit, you know? So we were like, okay, we're not going to be able to do this because, you know, we could have had someone walking down with a leash, I think, but it's not as impressive. So <laughs> we just, he just stayed in the hotel room. As we all know, dogs do what they want to do, not necessarily what we want them to do. Anyway, don't go away. We have to take our quick break. When we come back, we have more of Riley Keough. Stick by if you have another question. You can certainly ask it then. So uh, join us in a few minutes when we get back from these short messages. Once again, if you want to reach us, you can 877-385-8882. But better yet, join us here live. Google Hangouts on Pet Life Radio. Ask about Dr. Jeff on her shows and click on and join us here live. We'll be back after these short messages. We'll be right back, right after these messages. Stay tuned. Take a 
bite out of your competition. Advertise your business with an ad in Pet Life Radio podcasts and radio shows. There is no other pet-related media that is as large and reaches more pet parents and pet lovers than Pet Life Radio. With over 7 million monthly listeners, Pet Life Radio podcasts are available on all major podcast platforms. And our live radio stream goes out to over 250 million subscribers on iHeartRadio, Odyssey, TuneIn, and other streaming apps. For more information on how you can advertise on the number one pet podcast and radio network, visit PetLifeRadio.com slash advertise today. Let's Talk Pets. Let's Talk Pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Pet And welcome back. You're here live with Dr. Jeff Werber and our very special guest, Riley Keough, with Grubbs sitting on her lap right now, one of uh, an adorable, amazing Frenchie. So, um, Riley, new things on the horizon. I see you're doing a lot of stuff. In fact, real quick, so you have a brother, Ben. You have a husband, Ben. What? <laughs> How did you and Ben meet? We met doing Mad Max. Was, he was a stuntman on the movie. We met while we were filming, but we didn't start dating until a year later reshoots in Australia. Okay. Um, and I went to Australia to do the reshoots and I decided that I wanted to stay in Australia for a while because I didn't think I was ever going to go back there. Well, little did I know. I <laughs> and so I was like, you know, I'll stay here for a few months and explore the country because I'll never be back here again. And so I stayed, he's laughing. Um, so I stayed um, and I saw him and I knew him, but I didn't know him very well. And I got his number because I was just trying to find people to hang out with. And I didn't know anybody. I had like two of my friends there, but I was trying to find more things to do. And, and I talked to him on set and he was like, oh, maybe I can teach you to surf while you're here. And um, I was like, okay, cool. That sounds good. And so I just started hanging out and going to the beach and just like going around Sydney. And yeah, I, I really wasn't expecting to get into a relationship while I was there. <laughs> So it was kind of, you know, a surprise, but we really just got along and we wanted to, I wanted to hang out with him every day while I was there. And, and then after that, we kind of just never separated by the end of my trip in Australia, we were kind of sort of dating. And then um, I told him to, and then he came to, to visit my family for Christmas and then he kind of moved to LA after that. It was very- oh, I'm sure you like to twist his arm to have him move to LA. Yeah. <laughs> He so, so tell me, what's next on the horizon for Riley Keough as far as projects? What do you got? What are you working on? I'm doing a. I've got a production company that so we're doing a lot of films right now that we're sort of in development on, and I think that we'll be ready to shoot our first film next year, or maybe two of them actually, which is really exciting. And then, um, as far as acting goes, I'm about to do a film with this woman, this incredible female director named Janixa Bravo. I start that next week, actually. So uh-huh. I'll be doing that until mid-December. Right. And um, when you shoot now, uh, you say that it could be out next mid-December, so a year from now? Yeah. I would say that usually it's about a year later. A year later. Yeah. Right. Good. And now when you have your own production company, are you going to try to have yourself as one of the actors in 
the films that you produce? Interesting question. Sometimes. It depends. I mean, if there's, I'm trying to not sort of exclusively only do things for me. I want to do things for myself because, you know, the cool thing about it is you can make up, you can find your own films and things like that. Ben's feeding grubs. So, So you can make up, you know, you can find whatever story you you want, really, and and make up. And, yeah, make your own films. So that's really exciting. But I also am really interested in giving sort of other people opportunities and supporting younger filmmakers and um, people's other people's stories that I think are interesting that needs to be told. So that's something I'm really excited about. So there are some projects we're doing that I'm in and there's some projects we're doing that I'm not in. And all of them are good. I would hope so. I, I, I can imagine. Before I, we start asking a little more questions about your pets, um, any other questions from our, our guests? Guys, raise your hands because I can't hear you. I can see you. Go ahead. Good. Hold on. Let me click on you. Sure. Go ahead. What do you got? Okay, I have one more, Riley, and it's a quick one. Did you inherit Grandpa's love for peanut butter and banana sandwiches? I definitely did. <laughs> you I, did? <laughs> for sure, but, like, I don't know anybody who doesn't like that. <laughs> right. But I feel like it's like, I don't know. I don't know anyone that doesn't like peanut butter, but I like peanut butter, banana, and honey. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. That's good. Delicious. Do you have one more, Debbie? Yeah. Curious, did you just start acting as well as you do, or did you take acting lessons, or how did you become such a wonderful actress? Thank you. I did. I did do lessons. I did a little bit of theater classes when I was a teenager and younger, like even younger than that, like 12, 13, kind of. Um, And then when I was older, maybe 17, 18-ish, I did more serious classes in LA, but I never, it wasn't like, I didn't have any serious training. It wasn't, I didn't, I had a little bit. And, um, I think honestly, the best practice for me is, you know, filming things and filming movies and learning new things. And I do have people I work with now on different projects. I'll find different people to sort of, depending on what the role is. So yeah, I did a little bit, but nothing crazy. Like I didn't go to Juilliard or anything. (laughs) So then you always knew you wanted to be an actress. Yeah, I actually wanted to be a director when I was really young. And I would make like home videos and make like horror movies with my friends. And I wasn't in them. Like I just directed them. Like I didn't want to be in them. But I think that in hindsight, I was just shy. And I really did want to be acting in them, but I was nervous. So um, I was just always saying, you know, I don't want to direct. I don't want to be in the movies. And I think that I just got more confident as I got older. You know, I, I have a question about it because I was thinking about this. I was going to ask, that's a great question I was going to ask as well about, you know, was this something you wanted to do ever since you were little? And I always wonder, like, you went to high school here? Which high school? I actually homeschooled. You did homeschool. Because I was going to wonder, when you have a, a celebrity, you know, and they become something that they, they maybe didn't even talk about when they were in high school. And they go back for a reunion. Hey, did they even go to the reunions? And <laughs> hey, like, you know, it's like with me, I want to be a veteran since I was five. So there was no surprise to anybody that I'm a veterinarian because I've, that's all I ever talked about. So when you come back and you're, you know, you have a, a certain celebrity status and back in high school, you were just, a, just in high school, you yeah. know, what would it be like for your friends or would you even go back to a reunion at this point? I, for sure I would. You know, what's funny is that I know I'm still friends with a lot of the people that I was friends with in school. So most of my friends um, have stayed my friends 
through school until now, so they've kind of been with me through my career and all that uh-huh. stuff. But I think that they're and and the the great thing about having friends for a long time like that from when you're a kid is that they're genuinely like they're proud of you, but they're not impressed. You know, they just right, right. You know, so. They're just like, oh yeah, cool, whatever. Like, I don't care, you know. Which is like a, a really nice thing to have, right? Um, because sometimes when you make friends once you're successful, I think that you can maybe question like, oh, are people hanging out with me because of am a success, right. or you know? But then I think so. I think that the fact that I do have friends from my childhood and from school and that kind of thing is like something that's very valuable and special to me. That, right. That's great. And um, any more? Um, are you are you guys going to stay with two dogs, or are you going to think there are uh, or any cats? You know, if it was my choice, actually, both of our choices, we both we have like a hundred of them. Uh-huh. Harley is a lot of work. Yeah, I know. She's not easy, you know. But in a, in a funny way, she's easier than Grubs in terms of like she's good, like she she's well behaved, she listens. You want to come inside? Come inside with Grubs. We have to go like pick him up, and he never listens. Like he just is on his own wavelength that doesn't want any sort of authority in his life. He's like a teenager. But so she's really good and she's you know, like right now she's sitting by her mm-hmm. dog bowl just waiting to eat. And she'll just sit there like, you know, and just wait pleasantly. And drugs is just a bit of a nightmare. But she's really hard in terms of like, you know, other things which you know, like her right. health. There's always something like, you know, a couple of days ago and she's having a hard time keeping food down. And, right, right, right stressful um if there was yeah I, we definitely want more dogs like for sure but uh-huh. i think right now with harley we're trying to get her to a place to figure out she's kind of our priority right now right 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 yeah. so all right so anyway uh any other if there's anything last questions we are out of time at least mark is gonna you know yell at me for going over our, our lot of time here but anyway i just want to thank riley riley thanks for joining us uh, you are welcome back anytime, especially after you get some of these projects. We just kind of let us know what's going on. And uh, thanks to our, our, our uh, listeners for joining us here on live on Pet Life Radio, having an opportunity to talk to Riley. And um, we will uh, uh, see here, be here next week. Um, I'm going to try to do this. You know, I have uh, you know quite a few clients that I think you'd be very interested to meet out there. And uh, we will let you know um, in advance so you can sort of plan accordingly to be available. Uh, on our Sunday mornings at 9 out here in the West, noon out in the East. And if you want, um, uh, Riley, uh, you let, what is your Instagram? I'm sure people are going to want to know that. It's at Riley Keogh, my name. Okay, at Riley Keogh. Uh, mine is at Dr. Jeff Werber. We'd love to have you follow us. And uh, anyway, um, and if you ever want to get a hold of, if there's any specific thing that you could not join us here live and wanted to ask if you can always get a hold of me here at Dr. Jeff, Dr. Jeff at PetLifeRadio.com. I will pass it on to Riley. And uh, otherwise, we will see you here next week, same time on Pet Life Radio. Once again, thanks for joining us. And uh, Riley, thanks for being my guest. And thanks say hi to Ben. Me. And uh, thank you. And, and uh, also, of course, Riley and Grubbs. <laughs> I mean, Harley and Grubbs. <laughs> All right. Have a good week, everybody. See you next week. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye. 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 Let's Talk Pets. Every week on demand. Only on PetLifeRadio.com.